Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Do you want to become insanely successful? Do you want to be the go-to guru in your industry? Do you want to be talked about for all the right reasons? For over 40 years, Kevin Harrington has helped people just like you become significant influencers. Now he's broken the process down in the key person of influence roadmap, and it's yours for free. Just text KPI to him at 727-888-2100. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free step-by-step guide. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 to get the recognition you deserve and experience the success as the go-to voice everyone listens to in your industry today. Okay. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. I am your co-host, Seth Green. With me, as always, is the inventor of the infomercial and the original shark on the hit TV show, Shark Tank, Kevin Harrington. Kevin, thanks so much for joining us. Hey, Seth. Fantastic. Great to be here. Um, looking forward to a really special show today, too. We've got an awesome guest, John Rulin, founder of the Rulin Group and bestselling author of Giftology, the art and science of using gifts to cut through the noise, increase referrals, and strengthen retention. John, thanks so much for joining us. Absolutely. This is going to be a lot of fun. Absolutely. So for those of us, for, the, for our folks who don't know, what is Giftology? Well, Giftology is really a, just a kind of a made-up word, but it, it, at the end of the day, every business says their business thrives on relationships, relationships with clients, employees, suppliers, dealers, whatever else. And most people aren't very good at actually showing love to their most important relationships. And really, Giftology is just how to use gratitude and generosity and gifting as a true ROI and competitive advantage to drive you know, 10x, 100x referrals. It's really our system of what we've done over the last 18 years to go from being a you know, goat milk and farm boy to working with 25 pro sports teams. It's our whole methodology and system. What I love about the, the concept, first of all, I, I was getting uh, copies of your book from various friends of mine, which was, was pretty cool. And uh, before we had ever talked or met or anything, and they were telling me, you got to tune into this. And I think the amazing part of what Giftology is all about is in my business, I'm, I'm in a selling direct to the consumer business on TV. We never really meet our customers and we don't really have a chance for long-term relationships with those customers. So that's a little bit different, but we do have other vendors that we do a lot of business with who we could have longer term relationships with and more of a continuity kind of a thing. So is that ultimately kind of what the one of the main benefits of, of gifting people is to extend the relationships to kind of create more camaraderie and, and that kind of thing, John? Yeah, I mean, all business thrives on relationship. I mean, and people ask, like, does this work in technology or manufacturing? I'm like, if there's human beings in it, then it works. And I think if you look at most business relationships or relationships, even with your spouse or your kids or whatever else, like most people are starved for gratitude, affection, acknowledgement. Even billionaires want to be treated VIP and want to be appreciated. And so what I found is that when you treat people like a human being, I think in business, there's so much digital stuff right now with, you know, with emails and Snapchat and Facebook and all these other things, 
live events and things that treat us like a human being, we really crave that as a human. And so when somebody says, hey, I know you, I acknowledge you, you're more likely, you know, Robert Cialdini's written books on reciprocity. Like, guess what? When you pour into people, they want to pour back oftentimes, not equally, they'll pour back 10, you know, 10 times more, 100 times more. And in relationships, you know, when you have vendors that maybe, hey, you, you did an overrun or you need something done last minute, who are you going to pick up the phone and talk to? But the person who's been appreciative, who's shown gratitude, who's actually treated you like a human being. And so really all of business, you know, gifting and gratitude is just kind of the grease that makes business. I mean, I get paid to go be Santa Claus year round. A lot of times people are like, why would you do that? You didn't have to do that. And I'm like, that's the point. That's when gifting and gratitude means the most. <laughs> and people want to go the extra mile. Everybody says they want to play the long game. Gary Vee talks about the long game. It's sexy to say that now. But most people's long game is like seven days, not seven years, or as long as what real, what real business is. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's exactly what it is. You know, it's amazing. I think when I, I look at all different aspects of my life, and, I'm, and one of the questions I have for you is I've now been a recipient of, of gifts that have come because of you writing the book and telling people they need to, to kind of embrace this giving of gifts. But because you help people pick out the gifts, and we've been discussing, you have certain kind of knives that you like, and that's kind of a cool, it kind of applies to a lot of people because most people have a kitchen and might be interested in using knives in the kitchen and, you know, some of the best knives around type of thing. But do you also have like baby gifts and business gifts and kitchen gifts? And how diverse is the business that you and the access to the gifts that you provide your clients? Yeah. So uh, most people, when they think about gifting, they think about it two ways. They either think of swag and promo, which is treat crap from China with logos on it, whatever else. We don't do that. There's nothing wrong with it, but when somebody sends you a, a polo shirt with their logo the size of a softball on it, you're not inclined to want to do business with them. You're like, you end up oftentimes end up giving it to goodwill. And yeah. then there's gifts that are bribes, which are like sending people like, you know, $30,000 Rolexes and bass boats. You know, like that's, there's that kind of gifting that gets done a lot over in Asia and other places. And I don't necessarily recommend that. Our process of gifting is we have a team of giftologists. People will outsource all of their, you know, their gifting to their employees, clients, whatever else. And so we have a team of giftologists that will pick the gift. And we're not going to give somebody, most people in this business, give you like a catalog of 10,000 items to pick out. And you end up shopping with your own eyes. You're like, hey, I like technology. I want to send out a bunch of Bose headphones. Meanwhile, like your client, like a gift by its very nature should be about what they want. And oftentimes when you're in business, you know, it's hard to get your attention. But if I sent you something that your wife likes, I end up getting you as well. So a lot of our gifting thought process and strategy is not about like, hey, pick out the coolest gift. It's I want to send you something that you're using 10 years from now and that your wife is bragging on to all of her friends. And so a lot of our our methodology is not in the what the gift is. It's who you're sending it to. It's when you're sending it. Like we don't do gifts after referrals. We don't do gifts after deals are done. People are like, why why wouldn't you send a gift after referral? I'm like, because you say you're in the relationship building business. When you give a gift after referral, you turn that into a transactional relationship. So the timing of the gift is just as important. So oftentimes, you know, the knives, you mentioned Cutco. Um, that's one of our favorite brands to give. And people are like, why would you give stupid knives? That's weird. And I'm like, well, if I pick at the right time and I send out to a thousand different addresses on a random day in the middle of March, and I include somebody's spouse in their inner circle, and I give them something that's personalized with their name and all about them, 95% of those people are going to be like, wow, Kevin is the most thoughtful person on the planet. I can't believe he sent me this versus what most people do. Like it's December. Most people would expect us to be super busy. 
Guess yeah. what? My, my $400,000 gifting budget, I don't spend one dime on it personally between Thanksgiving and Christmas and neither do my best clients because it's noisy. It's gifts given out of guilt and obligation and expectation. Mm. You get, you get no brownie points when you give gifts out of obligation. Right. So, right. so people come to us for, for not just the gifts. Yes, we have access to cool gifts, but it's not like thousands of them. I have a top 10 list that I use over and over and over again. It's the handwritten note, it's the engraving, it's the personalization, it's all these little details that most people think they don't have time for. That's why they outsource it to us. It's not that you can't go buy something. Most people go on Amazon and they're like, but what it feels like when you receive something from Amazon, it feels like the other person outsourced it and automated it, which doesn't make the relationship feel deep and appreciated. So those little details are what we get really, really clear on. And, uh, And so that's the important stuff. What are some of the reasons why people don't do gifting programs? Well, I what think are most the excuses people that you hear. Well, a, a couple of them, but they think it doesn't matter. It, you know, if you look at marketing budgets, it's one of the first things that gets cut, and it's because it's trinkets and crap with logos on it, and it doesn't do anything for you. So yes, you should cut it out. So they confuse what gifting is and what promotional and marketing tools are. Very different. Most people feel very comfortable. Most a lot of leaders are a bunch of married dudes. They feel comfortable taking people out to ball games and rounds of golf and dinners, and they'll drop hundreds, if not thousands of dollars per person on a dinner because it's what everybody else says that feels comfortable. Sending gifts and including somebody's family for most people in business feels awkward. It feels uncomfortable. Um, they don't know how to do it. So they avoid pain. They do what everybody else does because that's just acceptable. I see companies spend $5 million on trade shows. I'm like, Imagine if you took 10% of that and invested it into your top 2,000 relationships, you would quadruple your business. You'd actually have a real ROI versus having a pissing match with all of your competitors in the arena down in Atlanta. Yeah. And so I think most people aren't, they, and they've never been challenged. Like we, we got the opportunity to speak at MIT and some pretty big, you know, Google and some pretty, pretty, pretty crazy places. Most people have never been taught how to properly gift and that there actually is an ROI to it. They think it's a check the box nice to. Um, and then I think there's a certain percentage of people that they, they point out like as an excuse to be lame. They're like, oh, our, we, have, we have Walmart as a client. We can't do gifts. And I'm like, okay, Walmart's a great example. You can't give them a pencil or buy them a cup of coffee. But what about the other 990 clients and relationships that you're dropping all of this money on dinners and rounds of golf and you know whatever else. What about those people? And if you do gifting the right way, it's not viewed as a bribe. Like there is ways to still gift in 2018, but most people play fearfully. So like well, a lot of our clients are financial advisors and insurance companies. And they, that's the first thing they throw out is like, what about FINRA and SEC? And I'm like, you can invest $100 a person, $200 per couple. We can get creative on how we invest that $200. Don't send the Harry and David basket or the bottle of wine that's going to be consumed in 15 minutes. You think strategically about that and, and you can do you know, massive damage. You can do some amazing things. But I think most people, like, they make excuses and those are some of the top ones. Yeah. So, John, I, I have a question in terms of your actual business model. You, yep. So you've got books out there. You do speaking. You do consulting. But you also have a revenue stream that comes from the actual gifts, right? I mean, that's... 80%. Yeah, 80% of our revenue. So we, we got into the thought leadership and writing the book because nobody was in that category. We're like, holy crap, we're the only ones talking about this. We probably should write the book on it. Right. And, and then I went from speaking for free and begging to get on EO and YPO and you know, huge yeah. stages to now we're getting twenty five dollars to $50,000. Why? Am I the best speaker in the world? No, I'm pretty good. But there's nobody in our category. So I'm in the blue ocean category speaking about something. 
But 80% of our revenue comes from the done for you service where people hire us to do not only the strategy in the picking out the gift, it's hard to ship out a thousand gifts to a thousand addresses with a handwritten note and personalization and all that. So 80% of our revenue is, is what we started doing when I was in college, which is doing the fulfillment and the actual execution on that year round for companies. Yeah. And so you've got some key suppliers and I mean, you're, you're like an, almost like an e-commerce company in, in the process. I mean, cause you're buying and reselling and all of that, right? Yeah, we're fortunate we don't have any inventory. So guys like Cutco and our leather goods companies, whatever else, they love the volume that we produce. They love the hands, the influencers that the, the product's getting into. And they yeah. love to be able to sell, you know, like mass quantities. Like, you know, people aren't coming out of the woodwork necessarily every day to buy, you know, $10,000 knife sets. They love the fact that we're taking those knife sets, breaking them up into chunks and dripping on people, all of these CEOs and executives year round. So, yeah, so our suppliers are super key. You know, I, I, you know, we buy millions of dollars from Cutco. I send them gifts because I don't have a business without them. Um, so I'm super grateful to have partners like that, that, you know, they make a great product. A lot of our products are made in the U.S. or more, you know, entry yeah. level luxury goods. And so our partners on the supplier side are super important. Fantastic. But with all the success you've achieved, what's your biggest challenge? Well, I would say that uh, right now we have a lot of noise coming in. So we, we've got, you know, three Business Insider articles and a New York Times article in the last four weeks. My team is not used to all of these tire kickers of people calling up and saying, hey, I got my grandma I want to buy a gift for. I'm like, not exactly what we do. So putting in systems in place to be able to filter through the inbound, you know, we, I'm used to going out and developing a relationship with like the Chicago Cubs or a $5 million like, you know, EO company and, and building that relationship slowly. Right. The, over the last two and a half years since the book came out, I'm like, I didn't know if anybody beyond my grandma was going to buy Giftology. And now we're, it's starting to go international. And we don't really have, you know, some of our clients, we can't ship internationally very well for them without it being expensive. Yeah. And so I think us being able to, you know, have blinders on my team sometimes reaches out to me. They're like, John, what the heck? Like, why did you say yes to that? Um, that speaking engagement internationally, we can't even fulfill over there. And I'm like, I know, but that's a lot of money to go get paid to advertise our business. So I think sometimes like I'm the yes guy, my business partner, makes sure that we make money. I have the shiny object syndrome. Like a lot of entrepreneurs, like I get enamored. Like I'm, I'm just, I feel like a kid in a candy store at times. And so I would say right now that that's a challenge. And then being able to duplicate myself, like we're hiring our first VP um, here in the next month. And, uh, and that, that the role of that person is to kind of interface with our client and kind of replace myself in a lot of those conversations. And, uh, and I kind of like, you know, having my hands on things and ha- hands on the relationship. So, I mean, it's their first world problems, but, but there's no question that we're experiencing some, you know, some growing pains and, you know, some challenges along the way that I'm sure you guys could probably appreciate. You know, every business has the ups and the downs. You know, the one thing I, I when I got, you know, the, the, the Cutco knife set, I was so impressed because I, I've been a knife guy for many, many years. And so I know, you know, I own a big set of Cutco. My wife loves it. It's the best cutlery you can buy, guaranteed for life and beautiful. It, it just lasts forever. And so that's a very prestigious type of gift. I guess you, you can work within all kinds of budgets, I'm, I'm assuming. So it's like a couple hundred bucks, the, the, the low end side or... A hundred, yeah. five hundred. What, what's the average ticket go for? So, so our two rules of thumb are is whatever you spend on a dinner out, round of golf or ball game tickets, consumable experiences that are oftentimes in the business world forgotten about because those guys are going on a hundred steak dinners a year. That's the, that's what you should spend on an artifact. We don't, we try to avoid the word gift because it gets lumped in with gift cards and crappy things that we don't recommend right. doing. 
So I would say $75 to about $1,500 per gift. And if somebody has a bigger budget than that, which they often do, because I, I, our, our rule of thumb is you should be reinvesting 5 to 15% of net profit, which people are like, oh my gosh, that's a lot of money. And I'm like, casinos invest 20% of revenue back into their high rollers. Why? Because they know when they pour into the high roller, guess what? They come back and spend more money with them. Yeah. So if a casino is doing that and they're printing money, you should, I mean, business owners, when I tell them 5 to 15% of net, I'm like, if I give you a dollar and you give me $10 back, I'll do that as many times as possible. But people don't think about their relationships when they're thinking about gifting that way because they think it's just check the box. They don't think, yeah. they, don't, they don't realize retention is huge. Growing an account is massive. And I don't have any sales reps. I've turned all of my clients into sales reps. So to reinvest 10 cents on the dollar to turn my CEOs of billion dollar companies and even million dollar companies into my own personal sales force, it's a pretty good equation. Nice. But, that, but that hundred to a thousand, I would say our average gift, like, you know, what Mark sent to you, you know, it's a 350 to $400 gift, yeah. which, which may, people will like, it makes their eyes bug out. And I'm like, you picked up a bar tab last night for $600 and didn't think twice about it. And nobody remembers it 48 right. hours later. Are you insane? Like right. to influence even one of your most important relationships with for $400, like what do you yeah. spend for a lead? Beautiful. I mean, it's, yeah. the, it's the biggest no brainer on the planet. And yet most people look at me like, you know, oh, it's the warm fuzzies. I'm like, no, this is like, this is real. Like the rubber meets the road. These are real. Like the ROI yeah. on this is insane. As we're sitting here, I just thought of five people that I need to be gifting. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be getting an account real soon. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, well, I think I think as guys, we're after type A, Christmas, we're linear. Not for Christmas, after Christmas, right? Zero after right Christmas, now. January, February, March, right? Yeah. The other 10 months out of the year, it needs to be surprised and delight. Yeah. The, the, no ABC gifters, no anniversaries, no birthdays, no Christmas. Okay. And, you know, I'm like, you know, people will call us like we've been written up in magazines as being the Grinch that wants to call Christmas. And I'm like, I buy my three girls, my three daughters, they get gifts. I buy family members. It's not like I'm anti-Christmas. I'm, I'm a man of faith. Yeah. But as an entrepreneur, I want to invest a dollar and get $10 back. I'm not doing this to feel good. Yeah. I'm doing this because I want real, real, you know, ROI. And so giving a gift at Christmas is like, I'm like, yeah. I'm sure your conference table is ready to collapse from all the wine, candy, nuts. Oh, I got home from a trip. I couldn't even see the table because I literally had about 30 boxes on my conference table. And, um, you know, just like craziness, you know, and you're Drum. right. I mean, you know, but yeah, the, I love, I love your business. I may have some products that you could be gifting. So I'll, you know, <laughs> I have a feeling that's true. In a box that they could gift and incentivize people to do shows like yours. I like it. I like it. Yeah. John, you've got an awesome business, a best-selling book. Um, what is the best place for people to learn more about what you're doing? So what, what I'd say is before they even go buy the book, they should, uh, we, we take all of our clients, whether they're doing a half a million in revenue or they're doing 5 billion in revenue um, through a, a couple different processes. One of them is what are the worst gifts to avoid giving? Like if you don't hire our firm, at least avoid these things and you'll be in the top 5% of gift givers. No fruitcake. And no fruitcake. So no consumables, no gift cards, no alcohol. And people are like, oh my gosh, like you're listing off my top 10 list of what I actually give. If they want to go download that, that PDF for free, they can download it at thegiversedge.com, thegiversedge.com. It's the 10 worst gifts to avoid giving with an explanation of why. If they get that and they show it to their marketing team and they have questions and they want to reach out to me directly, I'll give you my personal email, john, J-O-H-N at rulinggroup.com. And I'll connect you to one of our giftologists that can walk through the giftology system and see if you guys are a fit. 
Uh, but obviously, if you, if you Google Giftology, uh, a lot of the articles and websites and all that kind of stuff are going to pop up. But uh, the 10 worst gifts to avoid is a great place to start. Awesome. Thank you so much. Hey, John, for how valuable great, your time is. Great seeing you, buddy. Hey, thanks for having hey, me, guys. Happy Good holidays. Show. All right. Take care. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.